Hey, everyone. Hey, okay, so disclaimer about today's episode. I am literally just telling a story today. I'm literally just telling you about the fact that I retook my Myers-Briggs personality test and I'm just going to talk about my experience with it and the results I got and stuff. And that's it. There is no deeper meaning. There is no main takeaway like I usually love to have these episodes be. Um, so honestly, I'm a little bit panicked. I've I've been debating all day whether I should even post this episode because it feels like, I don't know. I feel this complex about if it's nothing like applicable to your life as the listener, then it's not worth me taking up your time. Uh, so I, I still have that complex, which I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to get over. But if it does bother you, and if you do feel like this will be a waste of your time, please, like nothing personal, please feel free to just skip this episode. Um, I wanted to let you know beforehand. But if you do want to stick around and listen, then I really appreciate that. I hope you enjoy. This is Robin, and welcome to So It Goes. This podcast is a collection of audio postcards, if you will, from daily life and lessons in my 20s. Thanks for being here, and I hope you enjoy the episode. So as I said, I retook the Myers-Briggs personality test yesterday. It's because I have like a leadership course coming up next week. And one of the things they wanted us to do before going is to take a couple personality tests. This was one of them. Um, and I thought, okay, this is so exciting. It's fun. Like, I like this kind of thing. And I was curious to see uh, where I landed now, like what my results would be. Um, in eighth grade, I remember when I first took this test, I came out with the result of being an INTJ. And I hope this definition is correct, but the way I remember it is that you're supposed to be very logical, rational thinker, you're very organized, basically quite type A. Um, you're very goal-oriented and stuff, which definitely described me at the time. But then flash forward a handful of years, um, I... I think the main thing for me was starting college and then basically being humbled <laughs> and realizing that I could no longer, I literally like could not place my self-worth in my accomplishments or my academics or whatever like I'd always done um, because I just, it simply was impossible in college. Like I wasn't going to have high health self-esteem if I, um, if I, hung it all based on the grade I got in classes. So I started to get more in touch with my creative side and just in tune with my emotions, if you will. So I retook the test out of curiosity and I was an ISFJ. So those two middle letters changed. I went from being an intuitive to a sensor and from a thinker to a feeler. But still, the bookend letters uh, stayed the same, so I'm definitely still through and through an introvert at the end of the day, need to be alone to recharge. But then when I got this result, I was still a judger, meaning that I have a need for structure and plans and lists and things like that. So that was still the same. And all this together resulted in the result um, nicknamed The Defender. And the little avatar that 16personalities.com gives you, it was uh, in a little, actually, I think it was in a nurse's uniform. And that was to say that 
these people basically are still very organized and structured and things like that, but have a big heart and really take care of the people close to them in life. And so I felt like that was accurate. Um, basically, I would summarize it as like you, uh, let's put it this way. You might not be the life of the party, but you have a big heart and great intentions. So, so good. And, uh, and that's, that, that seemed to make sense with how I saw myself and, and honestly still do. So imagine my shock yesterday when I went through, answered all the questions, clicked, you know, click here to see results button, expecting to see pretty much the same thing. And then up pops this avatar with the nickname, The Adventurer on the screen. <laughs> I was I was in my office in front of everybody, but I almost laughed out loud because I was like the internet is breaking. It is so off. I could not be the adventurer. I mean, my first thought was like my ideal night is a an evening in alone on my couch eating junk food, watching Netflix, and maybe occasionally like pulling out my guitar and writing a sad ballad. Like that is the kind of person I am. I cannot be the adventurer. Um, and I quickly skimmed over the personality description and I am just seeing random adjectives pop out to me. Things like um, expressive and unique, artistic, creative, bold, experimental, things like that. And I'm thinking this again, this is so wrong. This is so wrong. I'm, I'm in the wrong place. This is so wrong. I'm an alien here. Um, I scroll down to the little fun section where they tell you your celebrity personality matches or even TV characters. I was in the company of people like Michael Jackson and Britney Spears, Avril Lavigne, uh, Frida Kahlo, all people who in my mind I'm thinking are kind of larger than life. They have this big stage. And again, I am like an 80-year-old woman inside. I like love baking. I would probably knit if I could. And I read Better Homes and Gardens. And that's checked out from the local library. Like I'm such an old woman. <laughs> like there's no way. There's no way. If it's not deadly obvious, I was so convinced that 16personalities.com had gotten me so wrong that I went back and retook the test. Um, yeah, it's kind of long, but I was so convinced and I went and retook it. I started re-answering all the questions thinking, okay, do I actually strongly agree? Maybe I just moderately agree or, or just slightly weakly agree. So I was being very nuanced this time around re-answering the questions. And so I go do all them, do all them, do all them. I click, click here to see results button. And again, I get the adventure. I was so, I don't even know. I was so flabbergasted. I just thought the algorithm was messed up or whatever it's called. It just, it couldn't be right. But I had to respect the fact that in fact, I had gotten the same result twice. So maybe there's some validity to it. So I clicked on the page with the more full description of this personality type and started to read a little more in depth, not just skimming this time about what this personality type is. And again, there were things like expressive and uh, unique, artistic, creative, experimental, bold, things like that. But I was starting to realize too, there were other, uh, would you call it like 
softer traits that I was starting to see too, where it was like gentle, humble, harmonious, kind, um, romantic, easygoing, things like that. Now, let's just, let me just remind you, I grew up as a unnecessarily like tightly wound kid. (laughs) I feel like I was just usually so wrapped up in um, finding my worth in academics or accomplishments or whatever as I was growing up and I was very goal-oriented, things like that. So I felt like, again, I was just very tightly wound and always stressed out or feeling like I needed to be stressed out if I wasn't because then it felt like I was being lazy or something. Um, So I grew up with this impression of myself. So to see these adjectives like easygoing and tolerant and things like that, it seemed weird at first, but then I started to reflect on, okay, like let's, let's take a step back. Let's take a zoomed out view and not just think about eighth grade me or who I was in high school or who I was throughout college and then and then started to recover from, but that's the point. I started to change near the end and now that brings us to today where I feel like I have become, yes, a very much more free, open-minded, like stress-free person because I've started to shift my values or where I find my self-worth. So then I started to realize, okay, eh, I, I could see it. I could see it. Maybe, 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 maybe this is me. Where I started to finally get convinced was when I got to a section that talked about uh, and I'm summarizing here, of course, but basically the fact that, yes, ISFPs are, um, they're very outgoing and, and like make a lot of connections and friends and, and are very warm to people. And so lots of interaction. Um, there is that, but they they listen so much and really prefer to like care for other people and feel empathy for others that they they actually like have a lot of secrets i guess um or or they're even you could say like mysterious and difficult to get to know because they don't express their feelings or their thoughts they kind of keep it close to their chest um and and don't really share it and they're just they prefer to listen this is definitely me. I relate to it. And at least, at least for me personally, I don't, I don't think I'm like that because I don't want to be vulnerable or an open book. Quite the opposite. That's my way of relating to people. But um, I think this helped me realize that that pretty much is the extent of my sharing. It's just as much as would serve the other person in the conversation, but I genuinely just don't want to, I feel like I'm such a burden to people if I start to share anything that's going on inside my head or my heart. I just feel like I'm taking up space and I don't want to do that. So I become very self-conscious and I keep a lot of things to myself. Like it said in here and in videos I watched, you basically end up only sharing those parts of yourself with very close people to you in your life because with everybody else, you just kind of are there for others. Now, 
I realize this is so ironic because you are hearing this in a podcast where I just talk at you and share my thoughts and feelings and musings about life and you get no physical, truly, like literally no opportunity to speak back because it's a podcast and I am like talking in your ears and you don't get to say anything back. You're just listening and consuming. So I see the irony. It's not lost on me. Um, But that does actually bring me to the next point, which really nailed it in for me that I realized, okay, I'm an ISFP. I guess you could call me an adventurer. I'm not so sure about that, but I am definitely this because a video I watched pointed out that ISFPs are the most quiet yet the most expressive people. And by that, um, by expressive, that would mean through different creative outlets. And I'm thinking about myself and I'm realizing, yeah, like I said, the podcast, (laughs) like, I I might be quiet on the outside, not necessarily shy, but quiet. I don't really share much about myself. Um, But then when I come home, I recharge. I tap into that introverted side of me. I get in touch with who I am inside. Then I process all my thoughts and feelings internally. And then I feel a need to put it all into one place neatly packaged and um, and then I make it into a podcast episodes. We're 70 episodes strong right now um, and and counting because I feel like I just have all these things that I have swirling around in my mind and in my heart and I want to put them together in a, you know, just again, a neatly packaged episode that I can listen back to and in this case also share with people because why not? Why not spread the the love, I guess, <laughs> share the wealth. I also for a while now have been writing songs and let me tell you, I can only think of one or two that are on the vaguely happy side. Everything else is like deeply sad or just like looks to capture my 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 emotions or even if it's not mine like I'll watch a movie or read a book or something actually who am I kidding I don't read anymore I don't know why I said that I don't read anymore but like if if somebody else talks to me and I feel their emotions so deeply I just want to capture it in a good way and so I write a song that not only captures the lyrics but I feel like the tune itself if this makes sense the melody feel or it sounds like what the feeling is like and the the way I really liked that this was put in a video was that ISFPs are on a continuous quest for authentic self-expression. And they, or, or we, are very soulful. And I felt like this was truly, truly, truly me. So I started to think back. I thought about when I scrolled down to the area with the avatars of all these famous people who you might match personalities with. Um... And I thought, okay, at first I assumed that I really could not relate to these to these people because they all are expressive, creative people. They have a flower crown on in it or they have a hat. They express themselves and they have this big dress or they're holding a microphone because they're a singer or whatever it may be. All these avatars like have accessories and I feel like I'm just plain old Jane. So I thought about it and realized, okay, I I don't see this necessarily in myself 
that I'm like remarkable or do anything special because I see myself every day. I mean, this is the case whether you're an ISFP or not. I think everybody is remarkable but doesn't realize it because you're so used to yourself. But then I thought about what my avatar would look like and realized I would have quite a few accessories. I mean, I would have my podcast microphone, which I think is actually a pretty cool thing that I have this, you know, kind of long now going on podcast. Um, I'd have a guitar on me because I love playing and writing songs on the guitar. Also a piano that I could play. And my avatar would be wearing a military uniform because I'm in the Air Force, which is not necessarily like super typical. And that's just to name a few. I feel like I have a lot of things um, that I'm interested in or passionate about, and those would show up on my avatar. So I had to remind myself that, yeah, it's kind of like a silly surface level little thing, little example or story, but that made me realize, okay, if I physically put this into into this little character, um, there's a lot more to me than I'm giving myself credit for. After I came to that point of realization, I swear, it was just like that. I started really thoroughly reading and paying attention to all these descriptions or or also videos on YouTube of the ISFP personality type. And honestly, like was having a little bout, a little moment of narcissism where I was like falling in love with myself. I think I was literally on the brink of tears because I felt I don't know, I can't describe it. It was a very beautiful moment where I felt seen and heard in an unexpected way because like I said, I didn't even think at first that this was my personality. But once I was reading stuff, I realized that this is me and I identify with all this and yeah, it's true. I am, maybe even have been always, but it just never took its form till now. I am a very passionate person and very expressive and I am creative and I love, you know, making really warm, deep interactions and connections with the people around me. And I, I would like to say that I make people feel safe and um, seen or, or heard. And all these things I was reading basically about just making a beautiful life and just uh, being a very vibrant personality that just made me kind of just like, I guess the best way I could describe it is swell up with pride. I mean, genuinely, I don't know if (laughs) taking personality tests online are supposed to have this profound of an impact on you, but really I felt like it was a moment of epiphany where I felt like my self-esteem just completely was boosted. There were all these things that I realized about myself to be true and that are to be valued and that I should really appreciate and I know that others do. And these are things that I love about myself and I really value and I don't, I, I don't want to, I just want to stop overlooking them and not giving myself credit for. Of course, there were flaws. There's a whole page on weaknesses and stuff like that. And they were all true. Things like, it's really hard for me to take criticism. Like, I take it all personally. Um, Not like I'll get mad about the criticism. I'll probably understand it and agree with you, but I will still feel like I have just failed as a human being or as a soul. I will feel that I've just completely, I'm such a failure. So I take criticism very hard in that sense. Um, And I get overly 
uh, or I get easily overwhelmed and stressed and it's also hard for me to commit to long-term things that I can't really see because I love the spontaneous like making making the now very vibrant and fun and stuff. So yes, there are definitely flaws and weaknesses, but even in those, honestly, again, it just felt nice to be understood and and seen. You know, I don't know that it's supposed to be that deep, but I think a main reason why it was even that was because I was appreciating how far I've come from the person I used to be. Not that it's bad to be type A or to be very logical or by the book, structured, whatever. I think that's all great. And old habits die hard. I mean, part of me still cannot separate myself from a task list every day or plans or systems, efficiency, whatever. Um, But I think when I was younger, it was at an unhealthy point. I rarely, if ever, gave myself grace. Um, Again, my self-worth was definitely very centered around my accomplishments. I would always put a lot of pressure on myself, not let myself be in tune really with all my emotions. Um, I, I, yeah, I was constantly stressed, you know, again, just the very, 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 very tightly wound. Um, But then being on the totally opposite end of the spectrum now and being described as somebody who um, is very free-flowing and wants to add vibrancy to everything, is imaginative and passionate and artistic and stuff and, and and thinking that that really that description is true that just makes me so excited because I just I just feel good like that is an indication that I am really growing or I've opened up or, or freed myself up a little more as a person and that I'm growing to be a more holistic like human if that makes sense and yeah I'm sure along Along the road, you know, as time goes on, it'll be good for me to find some kind of middle ground balance. But for now, I feel like this is confirmation that I'm at least going in the direction that I want to go. It's the right direction. It's the right trajectory for the type of person I want to become, which is a more happy, free-flowing, excited about life, um, just vibrant person. I keep bringing that up, but I really liked that app adjective, just being a vibrant person. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, like all in all, again, just for whatever reasons they may be taking or retaking this personality test and getting the results, even if it took two tries to confirm (laughs) for myself, uh, it really was, it was just a great experience and has honestly just really boosted my mood and also self-esteem, like I said before. I told you, maybe warned is the better, more correct word. I warned you at the beginning of this episode that there wasn't going to be a main takeaway, maybe for you to directly apply to your life. But I will say that like, if we wanted to try to come up with one, then I'd encourage you to go and take a personality test because your experience might not be as deep as mine was, but I think at the very least, it uh, it would give you a sense of who you are, so self-awareness and or self-love and or self-acceptance and or a marker for the direction in which you're going. Um, it might be a positive confirmation of, of the type of person you are right now, or it might be a wake-up call for if you want to 
be different than you are now. This, these are the areas. So I don't know what it'll do for you, but I just think even if it's just for fun and it's just for a 15 minutes of entertainment, just go and take a personality test. I think it could be enlightening or at least just um, <laughs> entertaining. I know that after taking personality tests, it's always so fun to look up the memes online or basically like the the predictions of like, what would your house look like if you're this kind of personality type or what uh, stereotypes are there about your Myers-Briggs or uh, what characters do you match with? What kind of adjectives describe you? What animal are you? Things like that. I just, I don't know. I think it's fun. So um, I, yeah, I would, again, highly encourage you to do it. But whatever is the case, thanks for sharing in my story and my experience with retaking my personality test. Uh, yeah, I, this is my, I want to say one of one of my first attempts at a real just storytelling episode um, where there's no mantra to take away. So we'll see how this goes. I actually recorded a different version last night, uh, but I just, again, like panicked that I shouldn't release it because I felt just so selfish to take up time and space. But hey, like I said at the beginning, um, that is a problem I'm trying to overcome as an ISFP. Plus, I actually got a Spotify wrapped, but for my podcast today, which is basically your analytics report of the year. And and I was told that my my episode about just my story recapping my college experience, that more than any of my other like personal development episodes or whatnot, that one got one of the most listens and resonated with the most people. Uh, most people start my podcast listening to that episode, even though it's like an hour long of me just talking about my experience. So that was kind of a, I guess, a sign, if you will, to me, like, ah, just do it. Just post the personality test episode, see what happens. So we'll see. Anyways, I've talked for much longer than I do in a normal episode. So I'm going to stop off here. Thank you so much for listening if you did. Um, and yeah, every pun intended. So it goes. <laughs> okay. I gotta go to bed, but uh, good night, everybody, and uh, talk to you next time. You know that thing I said earlier about being quiet, but also the most expressive? I feel like there's another funny side of that, like how that manifests, because, um, yeah, I was like, there's that content creator, Elise Myers, on TikTok and Instagram, who I love. I adore her. And there was this funny thing she said in one of her interviews, which I totally relate to, which is like, you would expect because her videos are seen by millions, if not billions of people on the internet, you would expect that she's comfortable with people seeing her face and making content and things. But she was saying even like around her husband, like she would rather die before he walks in on her recording something because she wants to do all her takes and all her like redos and everything all behind the scenes from the comfort of like behind her screen with nobody watching. And then the final product she releases, she's happy for everyone to see. And I totally relate to that. Like I... 
I don't know. I post so much about myself singing and playing guitar and stuff, but I still, for the life of me, can barely get myself to play in front of like, let's say friends or something um, because I feel so self-conscious. So yeah, I just thought that was funny. Anyways, my throat hurts. I've been talking for so long. Like it's, it's absolutely insane. Um, so I'm really going to go now, but yeah.